This is the Floorball Guru Podcast, episode 76. Welcome back to the Floorball Guru Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about coming out of quarantine, what that will look like potentially within sports, but specifically to floorball, and really focusing on youth and the uh, gap in sports programming in youth development, some of that other stuff that's kind of happening just as a result of literally shutting everything down, specifically in the U.S., and what that could look like, some of the plans that I'm working on as far as coming out of this, and also just looking at going forward because at some point we will be moving forward. And depending on where you are, we're already in that process. Um you know, some states across the country are a little bit further ahead than others. If you're following along in the news, every I mean, this is the topic everybody's talking about. Everybody's trying to get back to some semblance of what it used to be. And I don't know that that's necessarily something we want or the look and feel of that, depending on the sport, just kind of takes away from the whole point of the sport and the essence of the game. And I think... You know, is that really what people want? Are people focused more on we really need to get back to how our youth sports system was set up? Because I, you know, like it was so great to begin with. I, I, I think it there's a, a big gap and a lot of room for improvement in, across the board on that. And do we take this time to reevaluate, restructure, and push forward? And I think that's going to be the bigger thing. But we're having to pivot and make adjustments based on the guidance that we're getting from our governors, from CDC, some of this other stuff of how we're going to operate, how we're going to move forward. And sports at the youth levels are going to have to adapt and adjust. And I think that is going to be a big challenge for some organizations to be able to effectively do that. Because if they only knew, you know, we show up to youth and we just, you know, we, we do tryouts and tryouts lead into teams and teams lead into practices, which lead into leagues, which lead into tournaments. And we repeat that cycle. And if you know, those leagues that try to go back to that, they may not be able to go back to that right away. And will families want to go back to whatever way that they've adapted and they've adjusted their programs it's hard to say, especially if we look at the long-term uh, projection for the sport as far as we get them into youth, we build them all towards a, a goal. What that goal looks like for each person varies, but we look further down the line, we start looking at the higher ends beyond and even into the amateur, the higher end amateurs, uh, into collegiate sports, those pathways may not be there in the same way or they may be different. And so if we then backtrack ever a lot of the focus of getting you to that next level, that next level may or may not be there in the same way that, that it used to be. And that presents a number of different problems. And again, that's a lot of speculation. It's kind of looking at, you know, being in that world and what are the potentials and where, you know, we don't know where a lot of this is going. So who, who knows? Maybe we do go back. I, I think that we don't to some degree. I think a lot of people want to go back to some to to how it was, but I think you know being at the the the, the early levels in teaching because that's what I spent a lot of time doing is is getting with kids as young as five, 
primarily between 5 and, and 15. And how do we instruct? How do we teach? How do we create those formats for them to learn, play, interact, and grow? And things are going to look different. And so when I looked at you know, back in January, when I because I planned six months ahead for a lot of different things. Um, you know, we look at the, that summer back in January. This was really not on the radar for anybody that we would go to this this kind of depth that we have as far as just shutting everything down. And so I had set up a traditional my traditional camps and kind of looking at what would work and you know had the facility all squared away and and you know started promoting it and and hopefully maybe you've seen some of that stuff over over time. Um, well, when everything shut down in March, that threw everything out the window and I had planned to have my classes, which then went into a league, which then would go into camps all lined up to, to build and grow that on, on my end. And I effectively had to throw all of that out, out the window. And that was frustrating to say the least. But then when we started to get guidance from our governor about, you know, what are the phases? What's it going to look like? When can we start to do different things? When can we be around different people? And so I started to look at that long-term projection that had been put out there and started to think about how could we come back? So again, my focus is on teaching kids. We do a lot of, you know, individual drills and games, um, the, that are play-based model that kids are moving they're having fun they're kind of working at their own pace um you know floor wall yeah you're in closer proximity to pendant but we can always get a little bit further apart we may have to adapt and adjust and those kinds of things and so i started to think about kind of where everybody might be at mentally with some of this stuff i don't think there's going to be a switch that's just going to flip on and everyone's just going to go back i think there's going to be a chunk of that but i think a lot of people that are putting on these programs and events have to be thinking about, you know, the liability that comes with some of this stuff. And obviously nobody wants anyone to get sick. And so all the different layers that need to be put into place and all the things we have to, you know, think about and project and plan and all that other stuff um, has to go into effect. And, and, and I wrestled with this a lot because obviously I don't want anyone to get sick and, and that there's always going to be that fear in the back of my head when we get back to it, that kids are going to get sick. I can't always control that. And even if we do the best possible job we can to mitigate that, this still could happen. And so as I started to think about it, um, I started to go, what could we do? Let's assume, you know, we come back in, in July in, in Washington state. Uh, we just moved into phase two. And so given another three weeks, if everything, you know, trends the way that everybody hopes it does, we'll be into phase three, which opens up the next level of groups getting together and interaction and, and all this other stuff. And so I basically took I, you know, through the camp format out, I don't think personally that people are going to be, a lot of parents are going to be ready to just throw their kids into a camp for the whole day. I think a lot of people will be able to still work from home. And so I think some of the, those things will still be in place. It may not be, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm basing a lot of these decisions on, you know, trying to figure out what's going to work. And basically the way that I took it as I took my class format, which I break down by age, and we're going to run that, but we're going to run it every week. So 
parents have an opportunity to, to get their kid out of the house and active for an hour and a half, be around uh, other peers. And, you know, we're going to put in different uh, guidelines and things that, you know, every kid has to bring their own stick. Uh, we're going to have hand sanitizer. We're, we're close to bathrooms. Uh, but the bigger thing for me was being outside. Let's get outside. Uh, for a number of reasons, I think people just want to be outside. So when we think about where, where could we go, so I went to tennis courts. I reached out to my local parks and rec that I normally deal with. I said, this is what I want to do. I want to be outside, but we need to be near bathrooms. You know, all these other concerns, we need to make sure we can try to mitigate that. And they were all for it. And the bigger thing is breaking up by age groups. We extend the program to more of an hour and a half format. So we, we get a little bit more of their time. And through that, we just do it Monday through Friday. So of the different age groups, we're going to start at 8 a.m. and be done by 4 p.m. if everything works the way that it, that it is. The bigger thing is when we look at how to set something like that up and still keep how can we be in our space, keep most you know social distancing ideas intact in and being around each other. So we minimize that as much as we can but still have a good program. So... You know, I set the minimums at six kids and a maximum of 10 kids. So in that week, we could be working with 40 kids um, in that week. And then basically just running every week through July and August, so about eight weeks. So we could be doing 320 kids through a summer program. Um, and again, when we, we look at the an area, um, you know, getting six to 10 kids in a program is totally doable because I think people are looking for that and that could change the game for the sport because I don't see soccer being able to, to pop up and do leagues the way that they've done I don't see baseball doing the same thing either or even again when we talk about we're going to do these other sports but these are the these are what we have to do our parents going to want to do it our kids going to want to do it um are they going to are they willing to, to jump in and maybe pay the money that that uh, some organizations may be asking but you're not getting the same level of play the quality of play it's just a different feel uh those all those other concerns and so i looked at how to program and come up with something I think is going to be uh, a way to kind of let people dip their toe into coming back and feel comfortable with not only having to have uh, less of a requirement in their summer, but one that's on the more affordable side and allows me to you know reach out and still do programming. What will be interesting about this as a result is I, I've been able to find some staff to help me with this. And so working with them to help kind of take over those programs and maybe step back a little bit to do some different things. Um, because I have a facility to run through the university and we're going through a lot of the same things of how are we going to operate our facility. So there's just a lot of concerns of how we're going to do all these different things. And But I think the format is what really will come down to being uh, important. And I think it speaks to maybe where a lot of parents are mentally because they're drained. We just went through number numerous months of at home, virtual this, virtual that, you know, struggling. I want my kids out. It's nice. It's, it's warm, uh, those kinds of things. And I think being able to structure in a, uh, a little bit longer but smaller format than, say, a day camp, a full day camp is – I think this format will work really well, and I'm, I'm very interested to see um, the long term to it. Now, are we going to be able to run eight weeks? I don't know. I, I think that's ambitious, um, but I'm sure as heck going to try. And 
the big I'd say the biggest challenge right now is I mean we got the dates we got the plan everything set out is is the marketing but really just waiting waiting on that uh, that that are we going to move be able to move forward kind of a thing um, and I think pushing it into you know after July 4th so in that that first week July 6th and just going from there and kind of playing it by ear and seeing what's happening and what's going to work and and the response from different people, um, I think there there's a lot of potential for it. And I, I'm really excited for the opportunity to get back to teaching and getting in front of kids and working with them, but giving them an opportunity to, to move and engage in a way that I think works given the guidelines and the guidance that we're going to see as a result of some of this stuff. So who knows? Um you know, it's a crazy world. And I think we need to be thinking about, we need to think outside the box a little bit right now, especially if you're in the programming, obviously making sure safety is number one. And we're, we're putting in the, um, all the different things we need to keep, keep people safe. Uh, and then let people decide what, what they want to do. If, if people want to participate, great. If they don't, that's perfectly fine too. Um, and, but I, there's a lot to think about and a lot to work on. So, if you're out there and you're working on on some of this stuff, I definitely highly in, encourage you know to be thinking about four ball. If you need some help or guidance on anything, uh, please feel free to reach out to me. I, I've spent a lot of time reading through all the different you know whatever I get my hands on to get an understanding of some of this stuff and, and moving forward and what things could look like. Um, but really, my focus uh, beyond the safety component is just getting kids out active and, and having fun, learning a different skill lower cost uh, overall, things like that, I think are, are going to be really crucial as we move into the fall um, because there's no guarantee that we're going to be able to get back to some of the normal the norms. So I think thinking outside the box, engaging people, figuring out a way to stay afloat sometimes is going to be the bigger, the bigger key to a lot of this stuff than just simply jumping back, thinking we're going to go back to the way we've done things. So... Um, yeah, wherever you are, I hope you're I hope you're safe. I hope your family's safe. I hope you are healthy. Um, I hope we're starting to get out and enjoy some of the nice weather we're, we're starting to see. Um, yeah, and, and again, if you need anything, please reach out to me, David at floorballguru.com. Check out my website, www.floorballguru.com. And more importantly, keep floorballing.